It's Catherine Rayberg. Welcome back to the Counting My Blessings podcast. I am so excited. I feel so special that we are having a podcast collaboration with Lemon Drop Witnesses. Yes, yes, ladies, women. <laughs> this is it. Girl power. It is. Oh my goodness. I, I love that we all started this podcast journey right around the same time. Kathy and I were texting back and forth. How do we do this? How do we do that? And talk, talk to me. So Glenny and Kathy, introduce yourselves. Glenny, you go first. Okay. Hey, I'm Glenny Ayers and I am co-founder of the podcast Lemon Drop Kiss. Um, I am a resident of the state of Georgia where the weather is a little nicer than it is back in Illinois, but that is my hometown. And I'm just thrilled to be here today. And I'm Kathy Shanefelt, and I am in Illinois in all its winter glory. <laughs> and I know Catherine from our days at uh, the same company. We worked together for many years and have remained friends and we were neighbors and we've um, enjoyed all raising three boys and all the all the wonderful that comes with that and um, I continue to write and I'm blessed to be here on this podcast that Catherine started and collaborate with with her yes I, I'm just so excited three busy ladies we found a a late Friday afternoon to pull it all off. And I have a funny story, Glenny, about the first time that I met you, I thought would be kind of fun to share. I have, um, I have such... what's that? I said, yes, please share. I, 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 I know what you're going to talk about, but I can't wait to hear your memory of it. <laughs> so Kathy and I, um, I went to church with Kathy when we lived back in Decatur and I was, I, I can't even remember if I was even married yet. I, I don't know if I was, but you were running um, this beautiful Christian women's ministry program. And we went away, I think to like a, a, like a kind of a retreat center. I don't remember what town, if it was in Springfield. Yeah. And I confirmed some of the, you confirmed some details. Well, and, I talked to Tina, you know, which she was the women's director at St. Paul's during that time. And really Kathy and I were just, well, I was on the ministry <laughs> committee. And we were helping. Oh, okay. Was I on that committee? Um, well, we certainly dragged you into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, I don't mean you didn't want to come to it. I meant that. <laughs> I meant that if you weren't on the committee by osmosis, you became part of the committee. <laughs> yes, and okay, Gina is a good a good link to all of this too. We should have had her come to share her part of the story. And I love that Gina and I are in the same home or same town now. But yeah, my great. but my she mom is. Yeah, my mom is a social worker um, and a Christian counselor was invited to speak. And so we all came along with her and I was just in awe of all these beautiful Christian women in the church and what they were leading us through. And so Glennie, you were um, kind of a lead role. You were, you were leading us through, I would say some acting and kind of thinking about what the women's role is. And you were so dressed up in character, had this beautiful hair that just never seemed to like be out of place at all. It was just stunning, big and voluminous. And I remember my mom and sister and I, at the end of the first night, we went back to our room and we're like, we have to find out who her hairstylist is. Like, this is stunning. So cute. She is just adorable, big personality, bigger than life. And so the weekend went on and we had 
more prayer time. And it was just a wonderful weekend. Well, we were wrapping up literally probably in the last 10 minutes. And all of a sudden, Glenny goes, whoop, and she pulls that wig <laughs> off of her head. And we all go, <laughs> and your hair was adorable underneath too. Um, but we were all like, what just happened? We had no idea you were so in character that this wig came with it. So I love, what's your, what's your side of that story? Well, I do remember. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, Kathy and I didn't, I don't think at that time, either one realized that we either one had an interest or a gift in writing and sharing. And Gina kind of threw us together in that group. I think um, we knew each other, but we didn't really know what was up. She had asked me about, you know, could I come up with a skit? And, and my memory of it is that was the beginning, probably Kathy, the foundation of where you and I kind of realized that we had a gift between us. Huh. It was our first collaboration. It was our first collaboration. And Kathy doesn't give herself the credit she deserves because I, I, my memory is I threw out some suggestions. I had an idea of an overall, but she went home and put it on paper and put it together and then made it all happen. So it was amazing. (laughs) I did not make it all happen. We made it happen. All of us, all of us ladies. (laughs) Well, I love that I was there to witness the history of the first collaboration. (laughs) Very cool. (laughs) Yes. Do Do we have that, Kathy? Is there, is that still around? You know what? We talked about this on one of your trips back to Illinois. Uh, you had asked me, and I have not been able to find it. I would think that I okay. would have it stashed somewhere, but I have yet to find it. I have a folder of like things I've written, and and I've got I've got a couple. I've got one in the desk. I've got one in my nightstand, and I have not found it yet. So we'll see. Well, did we have cell phones back then? I mean, I wonder how we shared it. Email. Yeah, you know what? I think back then I had a Blackberry. Yeah, Blackberry, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but it's I so don't think anybody cool. filmed it. You know, it was just one of those, I don't know, one of those things. I would love yeah. to know what, I would love to know what, well, I think I could figure out what year it was because I think my aunt Cheryl, Cheryl Poffenbarger was there and my cousin, her daughter, Amy, and I think she was pregnant with her firstborn. Okay. And so I want to say he's, is he 16 now? I'd have to check, but we could figure out the date. 2006. 2006. Somewhere around there. Cause we moved back to Illinois in 2005. Okay. And I, that was a year or two after we had lived there that we did that. So somewhere in that time frame, which would what, if it's 2021 now, what that would make him, would you say 16? Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And it, we were, it, we knew each other before that, but we hadn't, I mean, we were just becoming really good friends at the time. Um, Glenda and I know yeah. it, Christian, um, because it was one of those first weekends away from your kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it was, so definitely past the probably that time frame 2005 six seven something in there I was in the thick of Kathy mentoring me through career life and trying to find my match for life Um, she was there for all the important milestones and Kathy I remember the first Christmas earring got me really tiny little diamond earrings and I wore them to the Christmas party for our company 
and I showed them to you and I said, Kathy, look at these earrings I just got. And you said, oh, Catherine, I think this is a really good sign that he is, he really loves you and really wants to show that he's serious about moving forward. And it was, I still remember that Kathy's, I mean, Lenny, would you agree? Kathy's lines of wisdom are gold. Gold. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys are way too kind, but uh, way too kind. Yeah, well, faithful, I, you know, I, I was, right? what's that? Faithful are the friends of a good, of a, faithful are the words of a good friend. You know, we, yes. we tell the truth. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And I remember Kathy even talking me through um, some conflict that we were going through. And she's like, this is a good sign that you can work through conflict resolution. That's an important skill to have in a marriage. So Yes, she was there from the very beginning. And now, and now my sweet husband, she was right about him. Kathy wrote a beautiful book and I wanted to talk about it today. And I, I dashed out the door and working remotely at my parents today and I didn't grab it. And so he took a picture of every page of her new book, Kenny's Team Unites. And I was able to refresh myself and read through all the pages. So Kathy, tell us a little bit more about this journey of writing the book. Well, you know, I've had a, I, I've always loved to write, but I've always had a fear of, I guess, publishing or putting myself out there. And I've written for the magazine for 15 years now, but that's a little different. I'm interviewing other people and I'm telling their stories. And I, and I love that. And I had an editor, somebody to give me that gut check, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this was more personal and it was even though it's fictional, it is definitely about our experience as a family and the things that uh, like making friends and enjoying sports and learning lessons. And so it was very personal to me. And so it was very hard to let go of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And put it out there. Uh, but it's, it's a very sincere message and a very sweet message and very heartfelt about just the different types of people from really all over the world, because from the three boys growing up playing soccer, we have had multiple countries and states and lots of people represented um, that we've become friends with and friends for life. I mean, just it's just been a real true blessing. And so that really, that's what the story reflects in, in a very succinct, way for you know a parent maybe to read to a kid mm -hmm. type so. I love that it feels so digestible for me to read to my three boys um, they're nine seven and three now and I love the piece of looking at all the different colors of the diversity of the team members and that they all came together that picture with the American flag that was beautiful yeah yeah I love that and and you know and one I so I kind of self-published and part of that was that I wanted to put the bible the Bible yes. uh, verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, it was been our family verse. Oh. Um, and so I wanted to make sure they put that in there and put, you know, my faith as part of it. So that's, so I, I went the self-published route because I want to make sure I was able to do that as well. And it just, it, it's really been a, a nice, it's been a nice feeling to have that, um, to have it done and to, you know, be able to express it, but it's been scary too. I did not know that was your family verse. And funny enough, we sit around the, the Shanefeld old kitchen table. So we have a pub height kitchen table that came from the Shanefelds when we moved. And I have a picture of Jeremiah 29, 11, right by the table. I didn't know the, the connection there. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's our family verse for, you know, for going for the future. So. Well, and I, Kathy, I, I, I love the way you connected right out of the gate. You connected head and heart to Mm. how he felt as he was approaching the team and being new. And honestly, it even brought me back to my own children's experience, you know, as we moved around when they were little and how that intimidating factor is there. Um, but then, you know, you fast forward to the things that the three of us have experienced this year with the challenges of, you know, opening ourselves up and being more vulnerable to this podcast and, and just how that's such a part of human nature. And when you're feeling that you may feel all alone, but the minute you read it on paper or someone else talks about it, you're just right there. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I know how that kid felt. I know how she feels. Mm-hmm. And you open the book like that. It's like you just, your first opening page was a heart opener. Mm. Thanks. Well, and Levi was one of those kids that moved here and became, he and Parker became best buds and he, you know, and they played sports together. So that, you know, he wasn't, he was that kid that was coming to this new environment and, you know, kids coming from all over and, you know, kids, that's what I love about kids is that, you know, they, they don't have the biases that sometimes adults have and they don't have, um, those preconceived notions and things. They just, they, they're just more innocent and more loving. And, mm-hmm. and it just, that's just what we've experienced is that it didn't matter where you were or where you came from. You were just part of the team. And that's, that's a nice, a wonderful message. Yeah. 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 It, and it's, it's unfortunate that, and I, I, I hope that we're coming back to that. And I think that's where we're all at with our, you know, hearts in doing this. Um, to bring back those connectors and to be more childlike in our approach to um, just try. You don't have to be perfect. Just share a little. See what happens. You know, this is what it's all about. We've lost, we've lost the art of connection um, through an avenue that seems to be why we all say we stay connected. Hmm. You know, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of these are supposed to be the reason why we can stay in touch. Mm-hmm surface level, you know? And so even though podcast is still, you know, we're, we're still remote and we're not in each other's presence. I still think there's power in, in the voice and, in, and just hearing, you know, I, being able to have a conversation and actually feel like you're somewhat of a part of it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I agree. It's so funny whenever I on a walk with my earbuds in and I hear your two voices, I instantly want to text you and say, Oh my gosh, I loved it. It just, you, you feel closer to them you get a little peek behind the curtain, what's going on in their head and in their heart. And, you know, what are they thinking about? And I think that's why I was just motivated. 2020 was such a tough year. And I felt like I needed to be more open with my faith. I, I was so kind of guarded in who I talked to about it with. And I felt like in a non-visual world and just an audio world, it felt safer to share my faith. And it was very much someone had to pick it up and decide to press play. I didn't force them. It wasn't in their feed. It just felt like a safe place for me to begin to be more open. Yeah. Well, and your, your podcast, you are so polished. I feel like when I listen to you, I have all these ums and ahs and, and I repeat myself. I've noticed that listening back at our podcast, it's like, 
could you quit repeating yourself, Kathy? But yours is so polished. And Catherine, it goes back to, I think, two things for you. Well, one, you're very well educated from the U of I. There we go. <laughs> and, you, and you've had, yeah, you've had a huge successful career, yeah. uh, you know. But you also were in Future Farmers of America. Yeah. And everyone I've ever met that was a part of that organization growing up is a really good public speaker. I would say that is the place where I, you know, between Mr. Allen and my FFA, my freshman year, I was 12 or 13, I guess I was 13 when I started high school. He said, you're going to be our creed speaker. Get on up in front of the class and you're going to be the creed speaker. And so you have to memorize this creed and then you go in front of the class and you go in front of the district and the section. And before I know it, I'm carrying the American flag in front of like 7,000 FFA members at the state convention. So definitely any parent listening with young kids, get your kids involved in public speaking early. And then the fair queen, um, uh, Deanne Mott was my, my fair queen pageant director. And oh, she was a speech teacher. So ums and ahs were... I will four. I always said fur versus four. And there was, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, would, that was the other example is you, we have among us royalty, the uh, oh, no, no. County fair queen. And, but those things, and, and that's, that's another thing too, with the pageantry world is it's, it is about young girls and confidence and building on their skills and their education. It's not a beauty contest. like some people think it is about recognizable skills for these young women and scholarship opportunities. So yeah. good for you. Well, my skill set, I am, as I told you, Kathy, I am not a writer. I, I am a terrible writer. I'm an awful speller and worse writer. <laughs> so every and God has given us all gifts. <laughs> that's true, but they do say that's the sign of a genius when you can't spell good. Oh, and let, me tell you, let me tell you, I can spell like nobody's business. So <laughs> I'm not the genius in the group. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the I'm three of us, the three of us combined, it's like a killer. It's the triple threat, right? <laughs> Charlie's angels. That's right. <laughs> God's angel. And we know Glennie, Glennie could be the, the brunette, the redhead or the blonde, depending on which wig she wants to show up with. Yeah. She can exactly. sound all off too. <laughs> uh, and I, I even have a pink one. I, I don't currently have it, but I used to, I've looked for it, Kathy, and I can't find the wig oh. anymore. I think yeah. I may have got it my last move. Maybe I was afraid I would scare my, my husband with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that pink wig. <laughs> before, we, before we close out, I would love to hear from you two. You're such a beautiful example of a lasting friendship over through the miles. You know, you're multiple states apart and somehow you've really done a, a wonderful job of nurturing the, the relationship and keeping it going. So I'd love to hear from both of you. Um, for people that might just be interested in how do you maintain a longer distance friendship? I'll start first. I mean, one of the things is even though we don't see each other much and I'll tell you, I'll be the first to tell you, I am terrible about talking on the phone. I don't know if it's from all the years in the office environment, but I, I'm not a good phone talker, but it is easier to FaceTime or Zoom or, you know, that that's an easier platform for me. It's just more personal, I guess, um, and easier and you can see each other. That helps. Um, we, we have a group chat and we text each other a lot, just silly jokes or memes or, you know, or memories come up. Um, you know, we got one a little bit ago from a trip that we'd taken back in 2007 or 2009, way, way back. And just daily, like we reach out probably every day in some form, just, Hey, or 
prayer request, we are yeah. always, Hey, this is going on with my family. Uh, somebody's going in for surgery. This is happening. So there are definitely ways to keep that friendship in your, in your heart and in, you know, in going, even though you're miles and miles apart and we see each other when we can, uh, this year obviously has been harder than most to do that. And with everybody with their own families and their own kids and things, it is hard to get together. But when we do get together, you never, you never miss a beat. And it's, you're back to acting like uh, silly, silly kids again, right? Absolutely. Well, and you know, it was making me think that little uh, poem, make new friends, but keep the old one is silver, the other is gold. And I, I, I totally agree with Kathy, everything she said, you know, we all go in spurts um, of when we have time to come and see each other. But I think for me, and such a beautiful question of you to ask Catherine and to even acknowledge the friendship that you sense between us. Um, there's always been, I think that sweet thread in friendships that you have your faith in common mm. and you also just be a good friend. You know, if you're just being a good friend, you will have good friends. Mm. And that means you lower your expectations. There's not that demand. Um, if for some reason we don't talk or text or call in a week, no one's mad, no one's upset, no one's, you know, we, we give that benefit of the doubt, we, that whole love, love is patient, love is kind. Like, I think, you know, and I'll tell you for me, honestly, and this is probably uh, somewhat selfish and corporately minded, I don't know where I would be without these girls. Mm. They are my lifeline at times when the things that, you know, you go through in life, you need God, you need a good man. If, if you're blessed enough to have one in your life, most of us and a good bit of us still have some family around to rely on, but you got to have some good girlfriends. Mm. And if you don't have them, find them tomorrow, you know, find them yesterday, get out there and start with one. Sometimes the group grows because someone else brings another person along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, that is so true. I love it. It it's really fun. I've always loved being friends with gals that were just a little bit ahead of me, you know, Kathy having, <laughs> having boys a little bit older than mine and just gleaming your wisdom and what you've gone through and can learn from. And it, I, I've just always, I guess I've always just loved that connection with just a little bit more down the road. Yeah. Well, and that I was thinking about our friendship, Catherine, and just how blessed I have been by our friendship and watching you grow your family, you get married, you have boys. It has been such a blessing to me. So to be that elder and you say a little bit ahead of you, I'm a lot ahead of you. So you're being very sweet. Um, but to be that position in that position, it has been, I, I've been truly blessed by that. And to watch, you know, just to watch the success in your life and the, the love in your life. Oh, just really, really phenomenal for me. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was so cool to call you and say, Hey, do you mind if we use the name Christian number three boy, Christian, just like yours? Oh <laughs> so my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Talk about tugging at your heartstrings. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot believe how big he is seeing all of his pictures right now. Oh my gosh. So muscular, so athletic. 
Oh. Yeah, growing up, they grow up so fast. Hold on, Catherine. Oh. Just, just when you think, you know, that uh, you're going to be going to haul on to baseball games and school events, and next thing you know, they're driving out the driveway on their own. Oh. <laughs> well, I think I said, I think I said just a little down the road for me because you two can still have a great time. And I love that, that <laughs> you are God-fearing women that also enjoy a great time. Oh. <laughs> Yes. And don't you, one thing I want to say to you too, and especially if you have an audience of younger moms, or maybe you're right there in the middle, um, it is, there are moments of sadness as they leave and grow up and you go through things. And, you know, I, I swear for everybody, I don't know. It's the anticipation of how it's going to feel. That is the work because when it happens, Oh, okay. I think I can handle this. You might have some sad moments, but it is so fun being friends with your adult children. And really it's, it's like the best of both worlds, right, Kathy? Yeah. Yeah. There, there, and that there are blessings in every single stage. And that's what, you know, it, you just, you just have to look at that and experience the joy that you have right now. And, and it's definitely there for sure. Every stage has been wonderful. Oh, yeah. beautiful advice. So for anybody that's new to hearing Lemon Drop Kiss, kind of talk a little bit about how they can find you, how often are you podcasting, all those good details. Well, we are on all the major platforms. You can find us on Anchor and Spotify and Apple, and uh, there's it spreads out to a bunch of different platforms. So pretty easy to find if you Google uh, Lemon Drop Kiss. Uh, we do have a website. We haven't really done anything with that yet, but um, we do have one. Uh, we've got a Facebook page and Instagram, and uh, we publish uh, about every two weeks, right? Plenty yeah. about it every two weeks. We had um, we've had one episode so far for this year, and then we're going to do this one as our second one. We've had two already. Oh. Okay. We better, we better let, we better let Glennie take over the details. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, we, I think we've been pretty successful at launching every other Wednesday. Right? Right. And it's very laid back. We're just there to share a little love, share a little fun, share a little faith. Sometimes all of the above and sometimes just one. It depends on what the topic is. Yeah. How did you come Absolutely. up with the name? I love the name. That's Kathy. <laughs> well, we had, I, I was, I went out for a, a little run and we, Glennie had, it was Glennie's idea to do the podcast. And I was sitting at home at the time when she proposed the idea, I, I had broken my wrist and I was literally laid up on the couch watching Shark Week which I never watch daytime TV, right? <laughs> Don't ever do it. And, but I'm, but I was not able to do much. So I'm, I'm like, why wouldn't you do this, Kathy? What else are you going to do? Right. Well, do the, do the podcast. So a couple of weeks go by, I start getting out a little bit more and, and I'm able to do a little running. And we were thinking about our podcast name and we'd thrown around some ideas and it came to me that we have we have a favorite song somewhere over the rainbow is um, is his version. Sorry, my dog is me. Your mags, yeah. yeah. Um, this happens almost every podcast. Just you know, so we just leave it in there because it's just a part of my crazy life. Yes, um, but we, 
it was the notion of trouble melts like lemon drops. Hmm. And we came up with lemon drop kiss because Glenny kind of had the analogy of how God, even when life has given us lemons, that God drops gifts into your life. So they're like little lemon drop kisses. Hmm. And, you know, maybe you want to expand on that, Glenda, but basically that's where it came from is that, you know, we're going through this thing called life and we're going to take our lemons and we're going to make them into sweet kisses. And, and, um, and the reason we're able to do that personally is because we have a very strong faith and a lot of love in our life. So we're very fortunate. You agree, Glenny? Did I miss anything? Oh, absolutely no. I think that's perfect. I mean, you know, it was just an all around and, and, you know, it's just a play on words, you know, thinking about lemons and, and, you know, that being God's love or that he's actually the one that lets the lemons drop, you know, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times, you know, we want to categorize if it's bad or negative. Well, certainly God wouldn't do that or, you know, but he allows things to happen. And uh, we definitely have to look for those silver linings and those, you know, chances to make lemonade and don't stop. You know, if you can't find the sweetness, then you haven't gotten to the bottom of why he let it happen. Wow. That's, that's beautiful. Well, and for our listeners, uh, Catherine, that maybe haven't listened to count and count your blessings, Mm -hmm. was it, did Titus come up with the, with the name, right? Your middle child? He and I kind of talked a lot about it. He kept encouraging me to do it. He's my second born. And I, in our family, I had said this in our very, my very first podcast that when you saw one, two, three, four on the clock, it was always kind of this divine special time. And so, um, and I love the white Christmas song, counting my blessings. I think it's the white, white Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were, we're huge white Christmas um, movie fans in our house growing up. So it was just always you know, my, and my grandma would never let us say lucky. We always had to say we were blessed. And so it's just always, always just been a theme of mine. And, um, it was so neat. One podcast I did with a a new neighbor, a new, a new friend, she and I talked, I had no idea how long we've been talking. I clicked stop record and it was exactly 12 minutes and 34 seconds. And so that was, that was such a special God wink and not all of them are, but it's just a special number. And it's amazing throughout your day what, what numbers will pop up or different divine signs. I think just a reminder to you that you're on the right path and you're doing the right thing. Absolutely. And it's so important. I'm so glad you mentioned that Catherine, we have to be on the lookout for that mm-hmm. You know, all the time looking, you know, intently for where the divine is, is hooking up because he's mm-hmm. there. Yes. Yeah. He's everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. If, if your eyes are open to it, you will feel it and see it. Yes. I have a, a I, I watch license plates like crazy. Yes. Yes. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So awesome. It is. Well, thank you so much for your time. This was awesome. I loved, loved it. Love seeing your faces. Love, yes. love being here with you. Us and, and all the best. We'll have to do this again. Yes. That sounds great. Well, take care and have a good weekend and we'll talk soon. All, all right. right. Yeah. Bye-bye.